Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. You know, I mentioned my son Gabriel earlier. I do want to congratulate my daughter Ava. She's in college right now at Cardiff in Wales in Europe. And we found out yesterday Ava got first class grades right there at the very, very top in her freshman year. I miss her. I love her. Congratulations, Ava. She loves a great acai bowl. And that brings me to my dear friend John. John, the bio bar. They make the best acai bowl in New York City. He's listening right now because he loves the Trump family like most of us do. So with that said, making her second visit in less than a month, my favorite Trump, along with Donald, and that is Lara Trump. Lara, it's so great to have you on this morning. Thank you for coming back. How are you? I'm great. Well, thank you for for the uh, return trip, uh, and congrats to both of your kids. Thank you. It's always nice to be able to be proud of our children, Uh, and sounds like you've got a lot to be proud of there. So, uh, so congrats to you as well. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. My my thanks. My son's doing well eighth grade. My daughter's in college in Europe. That stuff, but she's doing great. No thanks to the president or, or education here in New York City. By the way, we'll get to that. But listen, Lara, very simply, yesterday leading up to this speech last night, I told my listening audience, get ready for about 60 minutes of lies. He's going to find a way to try to tell you that the government is doing great, the country's doing great, things are on the upswing. And if you were expecting that, you weren't disappointed because he basically lied for about 80 minutes. Yes? Yeah, uh, 73 minutes, I believe, because we can't expect too much out of Joe Biden, of course. <laughs> and I saw I saw that somebody wrote that it wasn't really the state of the union. It was the state of delusion, which is exactly right, because he painted a picture of sunshine, lollipops and rainbows for America. And I think people look around and they say, what America is this guy living in? And we know that Joe Biden is often kind of trailing off. He doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know exactly what's going on. But, man, did he miss the mark? And I think for me, aside from the fact that you're right. He lied about how well things are going. He lied about how many jobs he had created under his presidency. Um, he lied about so many different things. But then he didn't even point to the major issues our country is facing right now, like inflation, like the fact that the average family is paying $2,200 more a year now in energy uh, prices and in uh, you know groceries and just everyday products than they were the day that Joe Biden took office. He didn't address the southern border, which is wide open, where you have millions of people who have now poured over that border from 160 different countries around the world going totally unchecked. Um, He didn't address the fentanyl crisis that is killing 100,000 Americans every year and is the leading cause of death for our youth in America right now. And Talk about missing the mark, China. Now, we know, you know, Joe Biden has had a cozy relationship in his family with China for a long time. But to have just had for a week a Chinese spy balloon traverse the entire United States of America, only to then be shot down when it finally got to the other side of the country. And I assume collected whatever data 
it actually was here to collect and to send a very big signal to the world and to America, which I think it did, um, to not even acknowledge the very real threat that China poses to America. I mean, this is our biggest threat around the world. Um, it was a miss. And I mean, you're right, though. Who could have expected different? From Joe Biden. Exactly. And of course, Lara, I was just waiting for him to take a shot at your father-in-law. He's He loves doing that. And he talked about how your father-in-law, President Donald Trump, increased the, the deficit. Uh, what he didn't explain was we were going through a pandemic and there were folks yeah. who were staying home and getting paid. And by the way, Lara, getting paid a decent amount of money to stay home just to keep America afloat. So whatever happened to the deficit back then under your father-in-law was to keep America alive, basically. He didn't point that out. And then he lied, too, about Republicans who wanted to get rid of Social Security and uh, Medicare. I mean, three right. big lies right there, including one about your father-in-law. Yeah, well, no, no shocker that he had to take a knock at Donald Trump. Um, but you're right. I mean, the Social Security Medicare thing was really outrageous. And I think people, anybody who, God bless you, if you had to watch it, like some of us did, um, <laughs> you saw the reaction from the Republicans. I mean, they were livid because it is a flat out lie, it, you know, to twist the truth around and to make it convenient for you when you are giving a state of the union address is not acceptable for the president of the United States. What people expect to hear is what you have planned for the future of the country. How is it that you are going to do things that will put our country first, that will help our people? And then, of course, to lie about the other party. Uh, it's a very convenient time to do so. But I think you saw the reaction there uh, from from the Republicans. They were not pleased with it and uh, and they made their voices heard. But, you know, I think people can very clearly see not only does Joe Biden not have anything to offer America, not that we, we didn't know this two years ago, but they can see that he's also a little bit delusional with it and that this is not the person that we want to allow to run this country two years from now when he supposedly is running for president again. There was a lot of kind of stumbling over his words. There were a lot of uh, kind of questionable things like in the beginning with Chuck Schumer where he doesn't didn't really know what position he had, what his title was. Um, so I don't think it was a great performance for him, but, um, you know, bless his heart, as we say. <laughs> bless his heart. It was awful. Uh, this is uh, Larry Trump on the day after the State of the Union. I want to get to uh, President Donald Trump. He did do a video on Truth Social. I played a lot of it this morning, and he was great. He pointed out that, hey, how about talking about crime? How about talking about the border? How about talking about fentanyl in China? All the things, Larry, that you mentioned about eight minutes ago that Joe Biden conveniently left out while he was yelling and screaming and Kamala Harris was uh, clapping and giggling and all that nonsense. I thought your father-in-law's speech last night on Truth Social nailed it right to the money. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. Yeah, and, and you know what? He's right. I think those are the concerns that Americans have. Before you guys went to your break, I heard the uh, I heard the report uh, about the traffic and, and New York, and it made me say, oh, gosh, I'm glad I'm not having to sit in traffic in New York. <laughs> but I'm also glad I'm not having to walk through the streets of New York these days because it's dangerous, and people are scared, and there is crime that has 
skyrocketed all over this country. You look at a homeless crisis all over America, drug use up, suicides up. So, I mean, there are so many issues I think that Americans have. And I think they want someone who can say, here's the problem and here's how we're going to fix it. And I think that, you know, you heard from my father-in-law a lot of what you didn't hear yeah. from Joe Biden last yeah. night. Yeah. And uh, and that's the kind of leader we need going forward. No, that was the real state of the union. Your father-in-law on Truth Social. Yeah. But but exactly. listen, I, I got to be honest with you because, you know, I love you. And I keep telling you my favorite Trump. And I will vote for your father tomorrow morning. This is just my opinion. I want yours. He's got to stop going after Ron DeSantis. There's got to be a better way. Uh, at least, just say, listen, he's a great governor, but there's a big difference between governor and president. I've already done it. But him going after him, taking shots, just my opinion, Lara, I don't think it's going to work. Well, I, I think that there are probably a lot of people who agree with you. You know, the interesting thing with Donald Trump is oftentimes he does things when in the moment people say, why is he doing it that way? That doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't get it. And then when you look back on things, perhaps it makes a little more sense. I don't know if this will be one of those things. But the truth is, you know, Donald Trump is the only declared candidate for president on either side of the aisle right now. But he's a guy from Queens and he likes to, you know, take shots at people if he feels like things have not uh, been done properly or maybe people haven't been as loyal as, as they otherwise should have in his opinion. And I think that maybe that's a little bit of what you're seeing there with Ron DeSantis. Now, whether or not that is the best strategy going forward, I, I don't know. But again, he oftentimes does things that people question in the moment. And then when they look back, they say, oh, well, now it makes a whole lot of Oh, that is fair. Right. That, that has happened, to your point, Lara, a million times. One more uh, concern uh, for Donald Trump, and uh, Brian Kameed was on with me this morning talking about that, and that is the donor money. A lot of donor money, Lara, seems to be going to Ron DeSantis. Even Tim Scott grabbed a bunch of money yesterday. The Koch brothers announced this week they're not going to give your father-in-law the money. Uh, is that becoming an issue at this point early on in Donald's campaign, or do you think he's not worried about it? No, I don't think he's worried about it. Think back to 2015. Donald Trump funded his own campaign until he became the Republican nominee in 2016. And that was actually one of his strengths because he didn't have, you know, lobbyists, special interest groups. He didn't have anyone to whom he was beholden other than the American people. And I think that, you know, it doesn't require you to have the support of big money donors. What you need to have is the support of the American people. And you look at small dollar fundraising for Donald Trump throughout his time as a candidate and as president when he was raising money again. And you see that he has the strength of the people behind him. Uh, there's a long way to go still. So let's not count all of our chickens before they hatch. But, no, I don't think that that's a major concern of his right now. But on the way out, do we both agree, Lara, that that was embarrassing last night, bunch of lies? And, and actually, Donald Trump did a much better State of the Union in about five minutes on Truth yeah. Social than Joe did last night. And it is very early in the game, and your father-in-law is the only one to declare so far. What happens from here? What does Donald Trump do on a daily basis gearing up for the next year for Iowa, those types of spots? Well, I mean, I think you saw the other weekend he was in New Hampshire. He was in South Carolina. Um, he wants to go out and be among the people. He wants to hear from people again and do something that obviously Joe Biden is not willing to do and actually listen to the concerns of the American people and find out where are you right now? What do you need right now? And how do you want us to move forward? Um, so I think you'll see him doing a lot of smaller events. I think at some point the rallies probably will come back. Um, but, you know, he's he's gearing up in the best way you can, which is talking 
to all of the people in this country that he can he can get around and, and see what they need and what they want and what they're looking for in their next president. God, you are such a great spokesman for your father-in-law. Oh, <laughs> I, love, you. I love Junior and I love Kimberly and, and, of course, your husband, Eric, too. But my God, is Donald Trump lucky to have you as his daughter-in-law. <laughs> I love you on I'll this show. I'll remind him of that next time I see him. <laughs> I'm going to remind him, too. Uh, please keep Good. coming back. That was a great job again this morning. Keep talking. You really are special. Thank you so much, Laura. You got it. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care. There she is, the daughter-in-law of President Donald Trump. She really is spectacular. Laura Trump.